Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, on today's show, I'm excited, but in a different way than I thought I would be excited for, because I was originally going to talk with some amazing people on my show about bringing people together. And I guess that is still what the show is about today, but in a way I really didn't want to present it. Was it even going to talk about and review? Kind of. The new Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi show. I'll be talking with Matt Mungle and Mark Anthony Austin on a later episode to do a full review. But today I have one of my favorite people, Desi Carson. She's a mental health champion, part of the Ideas Generation Next work. Go to ideasgeneration.org. Business development manager for her own organization, Psychotherapy. And also, when it's about taking care of your mental and emotional well-being, you turn to the amazing Desi Carson. She knows what it takes to get back into balance. And Desi, thanks for coming on the show. We're going to have an interesting discussion today. We are, and thank you for having me again. You're also one of my favorite people. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Well, there's a new Star Wars show out, if people didn't know, from Lucasfilm and Disney called Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the Star Wars community, including myself, we've literally been ecstatic for this show, Desi, for many years. If you're a Star Wars nerd like myself, I mean, this has been anticipated. It's been in the making, bridging the gap between the George Lucas made prequel films and the original Star Wars trilogy. And now the first three of six parts of Obi-Wan Kenobi, they're out. You can find it on Disney Plus and so many people. And fans have been loving it so far. The story arc is moving along beautifully from where we last left. The title character, Obi-Wan Kenobi, brilliantly played by Ewan McGregor. And his character arc is in full swing. He's not the Jedi that he once was. But in the series back half, you know, we all know he's going to get back to where he was. And closer to that Sir Alec Guinness version of the character, Darth Vader returns with Hayden Christensen reprising His role and the iconic James Earl Jones, yes, is voicing the mechanical antagonist menace. No spoilers here, but let's just say as we wrap up the lighthearted part of this episode that lightsabers, Vader, and Obi-Wan, five stars all the way. It's already in there. Go check it out. But there are new characters as well. And one of the group of Imperials looking for the hiding Obi-Wan Kenobi are Inquisitors. They search for Jedi And Moses Ingram plays Inquisitor Reva, known as Third Sister. Now, her acting, in my mind, Desi, great so far. She's chosen a side. The character has her motives. You can tell she has a specific role to play in the story. But it's not been completed yet, so you really don't know how it's going to turn out. She's confident. She's menacing, which she's supposed to be. But here's what bothers me. This is why I brought Desi on. She's great at this stuff. Desi, there's an article in the New York Post talking about Star Wars having to defend Kenobi star Moses Ingram from racist hate. This breaks my heart. Nobody should have to go through this. And 
like the character or don't. We all have different opinions, and that's fine. No problem if you don't even like the character. But apparently Ingram has received hundreds of racist messages on social media since the series debut. Some saying you won't be loved or remembered from this acting role. Desi, I don't get this. Why are there some out there that spew negativity? They spew hate when there's something that they don't like. Bringing somebody down in the process on any level, I don't care the reasoning, this is not okay. No, it's definitely not okay. And if we think about the industry, this isn't the first time that this has happened to a character or within the Star Wars franchise uh, itself. And it is really heartbreaking to see because you see these people just putting in their best effort to really live up to really high expectations that the audience has about these sort of uh, series that are coming out, especially Obi-Wan Kenobi. And um, it's hard to imagine, like, how Moses feels, right, receiving all of the hate, all of these threats, and when it really makes us reflect, like, what would we do in that situation? What would, how would we respond? Um, how would that make us feel? And that is the first step in trying to have empathy, to try to understand how someone's behaviors can really cause detrimental uh, feelings and, and responses and reactions to the recipient of that hate. And maybe we should rethink about what we're saying, how we say it. Um, and then at the same time, also separate ourselves and hold people accountable to what they're saying, even if it's to your best friend or it's to celebrities that you don't even know. There's still accountability for what we say. And one thing that we like to talk about is understanding intent versus impact. So like understanding the intent behind what you're saying, but also understanding the impact that it has. And that part is really out of your control, but it's really important for us to consider um, and step back and really separate ourselves from those that are putting the hate out there and then trying to figure out like, why are you even doing that in the first place? Cause it's not okay. Not okay at all. It's not okay at all. This goes well beyond the celebrity, but there is definitely a lesson from this to apply to our daily lives. As you just said, we need to pay attention and be mindful of what we say because the implications are, are huge, Desi. And if somebody in my mind is really a fan of something, I was thinking about this before I called you, over anything, over Star Wars or something else, would they even think of making a comment like this? Because in my mind, that's a hard no when you think about it, because if you cannot truly love something and then a second later spew disgusting words of pain and hurt, that just doesn't add up to me. No, it doesn't. And the thing is about our our emotions and our intentions behind what we say, like they're all coming from the same place. They're all coming from us. And sometimes there's this really weird, warped sense of duty that people have that when they're spewing out this hate, sometimes they have the logic feeling like, well, I need to say this because I don't know who else is going to say it. Or I need to say it because this needs to be known and some change needs to be made. And it's like, whoa, you're warping this hate into something that you view as altruistic, that you view as like saving the day of something. You're trying to quote unquote, like save something that you love. But what you're really doing is tearing it down and tearing it down at its foundation. And that's what hate does. And that is why it's so such the opposite of 
love and those can't exist in the same space. They really can't, but they can get confused for each other all the time because there's such an intense emotion. Noah here and across the county, pleased to have Desi Carson on the show with me. Wish it was under better circumstances, but she helps break this down and she really knows how to make things make sense and also create solutions for how we get past things like we're hearing about today. She's part of the Ideas Generation Next Work. Go to ideasgeneration.org and also Psychotherapy is a great organization. I'm going to have her just tease that out a little bit at the end of the show. Now, Desi, I pay attention to society a lot. There's lots to pay attention to. Something kind of just shake your head. Like people say, hey, math is racist. Hey, classical music is racist. That stuff just drives me crazy. However, America isn't a racist nation overall, but like every other part of the globe, there are parts and places of racism everywhere. And it's stories like this that bother me. And people just need to stop. This is another classic case in point where people need to think before they let stupid come out. They really do. And honestly, like when, to use your words, when stupid is present. <laughs> it, oh, you know, and it's present a lot. And it's present. You know, for all of these people, this isn't the first time that they've done something like this. This isn't the first time that they've said something like this or thought something like this. And a lot of times when we're talking about racist behavior, um, we have to think about all the places that they show up. And it can often show up in places that aren't as overt as sending hate mail and death threats to a celebrity on the show that you like. Sometimes it's just like a slip of the tongue or a joke in private or just some like side comment in a bigger conversation. And those are the moments that are much more palpable for us to be able to hold people accountable to what they're saying and what it could mean. Because the thing is, a lot of times those behaviors and those that language gets left unchecked. And the next thing you know, that person's sending a hate letter. It's, they didn't start that racist behavior with the, with the hate letter. It started way back before then. And if we're interacting with someone who shows inklings of that, we do have responsibilities to to call that out and call that person in to healing and growth and education and learning and help us move past any sort of bigotry and hate um, to try to move that person to a place where they're not going to be sending that sort of hate mail or language in a much more public way. Yeah, I like what you just said, because sometimes people in casual conversations, yeah, they say something like like hearted and they might not necessarily mean anything by it, but they say it once and they say it twice and they say it over and over again. And it almost conditions them to say, hey, saying stuff like this is OK. And then they make a comment about a TV show or about a movie or about something else that is filled with this, I don't know, built up hate, if that makes any sense, Desi. Yeah, it does build up. And and if we think about where our behavior comes from, it's all about intention. Like we're making decisions every single second about everything that we're doing and saying. And so if you have all of that inside of you and that's starting to build up and then you add on, let's say, a very, very big emotional connection to the franchise or to the show, then all of a sudden it's this massive offense that this person is feeling And they're almost feeling like they need to defend themselves in the show by trying to eliminate this thing that they don't want present in the show, which is a character that they're not happy with. And that 
still stems from a really hateful place as opposed to being open-minded, being open to change. We find that a lot of people just struggle with change in general, especially with things that they love and that they're really invested in. But the thing is, life is change. The only constant is change. And so we want to help those folks not be so behind the times and help them come forward into the future where everything is changing. The show, the franchise is still what you love. You can still be in love with it and no one's taking that away from you. And so therefore there's nothing to defend and nothing to attack either. Yeah. And if you don't, if for whatever reason you don't like the change that is happening to the Obi-Wan Kenobi, the star Wars universe, or some other show, you do have a choice. It's that simple if you ask me. Don't watch it. Do not ruin it for everybody else. And also by bringing somebody else down. And the article in the New York Post points out that many Star Wars fans, I love this, have praised the franchise for defending Ingram and making a public statement. And on their Star Wars Twitter page, it says, there are more than 20 million sentient species in the Star Wars galaxy. Don't choose to be a racist. I love that. That is... You know, it probably means a lot to Ingram that not just Star Wars, but the fans are standing up for. Yeah, exactly. And I saw that line as well, and I absolutely love it. And that that gives us hope, right? That gives us hope when we see something so heartbreaking, because what we know is that that's just a very vocal minority, that, that hate that she receives. That's a very vocal minority. And instead of seeing in them, defending Ingram and, and the support and positivity that is also come in response to the hate all coming out. You know, that's amazing that that exists. And we want to be, we want to be on that side, <laughs> right? We want to be on that side. And if you see someone that's not on that side, positivity, acceptance, change, supporting just people's existence, then let's do what we can to bring them over and bring them over gently and say, Part of accepting everyone is also accepting yourself and accepting the person right next to you. So saying, come on over, we accept you, we love you, and also the expectation is that you accept and love other people as well. And like you said, it's a choice. It is just that simple. And if you don't want to do that, then you have the choice to opt out. You are a grown human. (laughs) You can opt out. You cannot watch it. You cannot interact. Just don't. Just don't do it because it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. And uh, I'd like to end the show on a really positive note, Desi, because I hope that that Star Wars community, the fans and Star Wars standing up for Moses Ingram is boosting her spirits through all of this. What are your thoughts when she's seen all this positive support? What do you think might be going through her mind? And do you think this is actually going to give her strength to make this character her, her, her best. And even though the filming's already done, maybe there's more in store for her in the star Wars galaxy in the future to be able to say, Hey, you know what? I did face some adversity through this, but the fans overall and those at star Wars and Lucasfilm, you know what? They have my back. And I know that at the end of the day, this is going to be a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's impossible to know what someone else thinking or feeling obviously, but you know, from experience, just having the the vocal positivity makes all the difference in the world. And that kind of relates to something that we talked about before on, I think it might have been your show or, or Gary's show, The Word on Wealth, about how when we are vocal with our positive thoughts and we're, we're not holding back 
our positive thoughts on people. We're really making people's day. We're building relationships. We are viewing this love into the world by not holding back and being vulnerable and transparent with all the good things that we think about a person. And that really uplifts the spirit. And it will always uplift the spirit, no matter who it is, whether they're sending hate messages or they're receiving hate messages. So I imagine that she's feeling, wow, I have vocal support. I have people that have my back. And that reminds me that this hate that I'm getting is just a very small iota and a super small price to pay for notoriety and the big change and big impact that she's having on the show. Well, I definitely stand with Moses Ingram. I know you haven't seen the show yet, but I'm assuming that you stand with her as well, Desi. Of course, of course. And I just appreciate your help breaking this down from a, just from a perspective of this is not okay. And also as a Star Wars fan, I don't want to see any of this in the universe that I love. So thanks for breaking it down with us. Now, before we leave in the last 60 seconds, go ahead and tell our lovely audience about Psychotherapy. They can go to psychotherapy.org and what it's all about. Yeah, psychotherapy, we work for equitable mental health care access for people of color through salons, barbershops, speaking engagements, um, writings, research, all of those things. It's really all about how we increase people's access to mental health care and make sure that it's culturally relevant and make sure that people just get the love and support that they need and that their community of care expands the whole way. Um, and so we're really excited to bring back our certification programs towards the end of the year. So check out the website and stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. We'll have Desi back on to talk specifically about that. And thanks for coming on, Desi. I love you. And the community of care, that is what it is all about. People can go to psychotherapy.org. Please go check it out. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Noah here and across the county. Thanks for joining us today talking about Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Let's give Moses Ingram our support. And Desi Carson, thanks for coming on the show. Tras un día de lucharla, te mereces una recompensa, una modelo, la marca de los luchadores. Así que sírvete esta dorada y refrescante lager, porque tú sabes que cuanto más grande sea la lucha, mejor sabrá la recompensa. Pusiste las horas, el esfuerzo, El trabajo duro. Tú eres un luchador y esta cerveza es para ti. Modelo, la marca de los luchadores. Todo con medida importada por Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.